This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's a warm Tuesday. Matter of fact, it'll feel like 100, but down the shore, there's a nice little cool breeze that's going to just kick into Al's condo. What's up, man? Did you say it's going to feel like 100, Jerry? Uh, around here it is, yeah. Ooh, I hope it doesn't feel like 100 here. That sucks. Well, you have a cool breeze if you would open the damn well, window. It's not a cool breeze. It's maybe a breeze, but it sure ain't cool, Jerry. It's, it's an like, ocean breeze. It's hot and humid and sticky. I love my fake air, Jerry. I love fake air conditioning. I like fake heater. Want to log your day right... for me today? <clears throat> What's that? Want to log our uh, your day today for us? <laughs> well, today you're... I actually do have some things going on. So I have a uh, a guy coming in to put floors down in my bathrooms, my one and a half luxurious bathrooms here, and then I'm going to have the uh, plumber come in and hook up with new vanities and new toilets. So to say there's a lot going on here today, Jerry. That would be an understatement. Yeah, yeah, you're not doing anything, but you do have stuff happening. Yeah, I do have to supervise that. You understand? Oh, you've got to be such a pain in the ass. No, no, no. I'm very good. I don't. I'm not a pain in the ass at all. Okay, you, you like don't watch them. Area. No, I don't watch them. I just okay. like to be near in case they have questions. Then that's good. Then that's good. Um, question: Do you yeah. tip the flooring guy? Probably. Really. Yeah, I mean, it depends on a if he's a nice guy, b if he does the he's work. He's very in a nice. I've met manner, him a number of times. Then you, oh yeah, then I would. Yeah. Okay. I give him like twenty five bucks. It doesn't like, have to be a hundred dollars, but I give. I feel him like everything's a hundred dollars. No, it doesn't have to be. That's ridiculous. Is he, is he getting paid? Yes. All right, you give him twenty five bucks. What about the plumber? What type of job is he doing? He's uh, gonna uh, install the new toilet. Yeah, I'd give him. T- I would give him twenty five dollars and as well. install. Two, he's installing two new toilets and two new vanities. I look at it this way. Anytime you give someone yeah. extra and it's it's got a 20 attached to it, you're right. good. Because it's, you know, five bucks, whatever. Ten dollars, all right. Oh, twenty dollars, thanks. Right. They're not working for tips. Right. So That's I a think good point, you, Jerry. I think you give them 20 because I don't think they get anything in it in a lot of places. Right. So you give them $25, go buy lunch. I think that's very nice. Hey, get yourself a little something. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. All right, so I'll be uh, tipping the floor guy, tipping the plumber. Yes, the plumber I, I found on Instagram. He reached out to me when I was talking on the air about how I wanted to get a urinal put in. That's cool. He said, "Oh, we could put a urinal in." And then, uh, but you're not, are you? I said, "I don't think I want it. I don't think I have room for a urinal, but I, I will. I do need a plumber I can trust." Right. So he's my guy now. I now I hear have of an official plumber, and I have an official floor guy. See, you're making me making moves. Then my orange Tic Tac car that I have, Jerry. Uh, is that the shop? Because the air conditioning was blowing uh, uh, not cold air. All right, I need a little Freon. I need a little Freon or something, but um, it was going to take much longer than they thought, I guess. So they gave me a loaner car, which is oh, cool. Okay. I always love a loaner car. Yeah. But the problem with the loaner car is then you want a new car. What they give you, a lime green Subaru? <laughs> it gave me a white one. All right, same kind or different? No, type? Uh, Subaru Impreza. They gave me as a loaner. Do you are you saying you like this better than the Crosstrek? Now? No, no, no. It's it's. I, I think they're the same inside. I think the only difference is the outside bodies. But Got you it. know, when when you get the new cars, they get all the new technology, which is awesome. Now your car is relatively new. You're saying this well, is even more advanced? Yeah, this is much more advanced. Oh, okay. Oh they're, oh, they're making leaps and bounds, Jerry, on these cars. What now? What does this have that yours doesn't? Uh, well, I have a. 2015 Subaru, so it doesn't have all the bells and whistles like they have now. All the the cars come with the uh, the safety features, the uh, 
the side mirrors tell you if someone's in your blind spot. Right, I got gotcha. you. They tell you if you're crossing over the line or you're going to, uh, you know, if you're falling asleep. This sort of wow, thing. Wow, no a, kidding. A lot of cool safety features in these that cars is neat. now. Yeah. How about that? But uh, so the car is dropped off. So they just sent me a video of them looking at my car. They videotaped the guy going over my vehicle and telling me what's other things that's wrong with it. Like, I have legitimately no brakes in the back. And so that was kind of cool. I don't know what I do with it. He sent me a video. He's like, oh, look at these your brakes suck. Uh, so how much work you haven't done now? <laughs> no, I'm sure. I <laughs> you're buying a new car is what you're buying. <laughs> what do I need to do to get me in a new car today? <laughs> So I just thought that was cool. That might, must be part of their, um, you know, no contact. Yeah, sure. Uh, car service now. Look, o- look over here. You need a new engine. <laughs> we mean, need a whole see. new everything here with this vehicle. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. That's neat, different. Then they brought me uh, to the to something. I don't know if you heard this during the program. Uh, although, yo, you picked it as moment of the or someone picked it as moment of the day. So you did hear it then. But- I picked moment of the day. This idea that Geo is now, and I th- and I've run into this too, where you throw money at things sometimes just to make them go away. Yes, and in some cases it does work. And in some cases it makes sense. Well, like Geo said, he was getting a the, his garage door isn't working. The guy came over. He could replace this, but it might do this. Or I could get you a new garage door. And Geo's just like, give me a new garage door because you don't you don't want the hassle. No, I'm, I agree, and that's where I'm saying in a case like that, if the door was broken and he needed a new one, you're replacing them both so you don't have the same problem down the line with the other side. It makes right. sense. He's probably spending more than he has to right now, but the headache's gone down the line. Right. But it got me thinking, like, as far as people that are really rich, like football players and things, basketball sure. players, baseball, they must just be able to throw money at everything. They do. Of course they do. Like uh, uh, you appear to need uh, new brakes here in the rear. New, just get a new car. Get, bring yeah. me a new car. Right. Sell it. I'll take the new one. Give me the yeah, 20, I'm not interested. Give me the 2021. <laughs> I don't want the new brakes. Right. And I'm not oil interested change? in having to wait around for the oil. That's the other thing. Forget right. the oil change. I'll, I'll get a new car. Right. If, right. What I would do if I had super rich money, I would, you know how they say get an oil change like every 3,000 miles? Yeah. I would just like keep the same oil until the car died from like crippling the engine and then i would just get a new car you'd be getting buried though every time you'd be throwing money away like if i was mike trout <laughs> but it's gotta you're like if you don't change the oil ever in your car yes how long how long do you think you'd go before you before the car stopped working i bet you years um i don't know about years definitely a year for sure um yeah. i know my niece who um is not uh very capable with the car, I guess mm-hmm. probably a nice way to say it. That's she nice. did not change the oil for, I want to say, how to have been right around a year and a half or so. She didn't do anything. Didn't even look at it. Didn't check it. Nothing. And the engine died. Like, just mm. died. Yeah. And it was like a year and a half into a new car. <laughs> and it she got had all re- gunked up. Yeah, she had to replace the engine. She was basically driving around with an engine that had no lubrication. And it just... It, lubrication. She needed to completely get a new engine. Yeah. So it's important. You know, I don't think the oil change every every three months is important. I don't buy that for a second. Right. Um, as long as you make sure the levels are good and you've got, you know, you're topping it off with fresh oil, you can get away with, you know, three times a year, twice a year even is probably, especially the way the cars are made. But you got you have to maintain it, though. I mean, you got to check it. You got to make sure you have it in there. If you're low, you got to fill it up. Um, you know, I don't and, think cars burn oil though anymore. Like unless it's an older car. Um, yeah, but like, I think if you have a car from like 2012, you're not putting new oil in it. You're just changing it out when it's time to change the oil. Uh, yeah, but no, I mean when the, when the oil is low, you fill it, you top it. Sure, you oh, do. That, that's do. what I'm asking. Like how like so cars burn oil or it's sure. just in there to. Yeah, I mean, I think mostly they probably they probably maintain their level, but you got to make sure you check it. Like I had my my, my Prius, I would have to put, you know, maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe I had a slow leak. I have no idea. But in five years, I probably put a quart in it, probably four or five times to top yeah. it off because it was, you know, it wasn't full and it was, you know, it was a little light. Not a big deal, but I would, because I, I always check it. I try to check the oil if I'm not getting it done at least once a month. I try to check it. it I takes don't even two think seconds. about that. 
Oh, I do. I mean, that's the one thing that was drilled into my head, you know, going back years and years and years. I think a lot of stuff is crap with the car, um, but that's one thing. You can't let it go. You need oil in the car, but you can't have a low, low level, and it can't be filthy black either, you know, so... Whatever. You know what I, I never I do? I never do those interval things where they're like, at 30,000 miles, we lubricate the locks. Because like, it's stupid. Get lost. Right. Those are the things I'm talking about. A lot of it's nonsense. Right. And it's expensive. It's like, oh, your 60,000-mile service is $450. Right. But we're going to lubricate the locks. Yeah. Oh, I great. Know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I told you the one time there's one chain place that I refuse to go back to because I changed the air filter in my car. Yeah. And I went there two weeks later just for an oil change, and they came out like really – and they, they held up this – and it was not mine. They held up a dirty air filter. Mm. I said, we really need to change this air filter. I said, that's interesting because <laughs> I just changed the air filter a week and a half ago, and yeah. that's not it. I said, I want my car back. In your well, face. Yeah, and I, I refuse to go back. I will not go back ever, 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 ever. That really bothered me. Yeah. doesn't surprise me. That's why I try to stay away from, and I'm not saying dealerships do it or they don't do it, but I stay away from dealerships and places like that. The but, thing ugh. I don't like about dealerships is they take forever. And their prices are crazy. But like even if you go in to get like an oil change, and it's like uh, it's two hours later, it's like, come, bro. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, here's one chain place I do like. Not that I go there often because I do go to my guy Phil, as we've discussed many yeah. times. But if you need a quick oil change, especially with our hours – you go to Jiffy Lube, dude. You are in and yeah. out in yes. fifteen minutes flat, and they're and they're no pressure. They will definitely say, you know, you probably could use the nope, yes. nope, just the oil change, no problem, and they'll get you out. Right, and they are quick, and especially if you can go on a Tuesday, you know, at one p.m. There's no one there. You can't yeah, go would... on Saturday, but you right. go on Tuesday. Yeah, there's a, a there's a Valvoline in Wall, New Jersey that I've mm-hmm. gone to. I'm 100% going back. They're, they yeah. were so quick. The people who were working there seemed like they were so into their jobs. Like, yeah. like they live to do oil changes. Like, they're all about it, all excited to tell you about the the oil level. Now, I don't know about I'm Valvoline, there. but there are some of these places where the managers and, like, their top-level guys, they will give fractional ownership to. Yeah. And that could be partly why they actually give a damn about what they're yeah. doing. You know, that, that's a lot more important than just paying a guy $18 an hour to do a job. Yeah, I love when, like, I I come across somebody that loves their job. Like, the people that came here when I first moved in and they cleaned out the uh, the air vents in my place. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They were so into clearing air vents. That's oh, nice. That's my car. Oh, that's your car. Let me get this. Al is going to take this live during the podcast. Hello. My name is Al. Sue. Now we got a little bit of an issue. I don't know that we can air this. Well, I bet he edited that out. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take that. I don't ever know what they were going to do there, Jerry. And we'll give you a call back when it's done sometime next Thursday. Might work. <laughs> Listen, they could keep it as long as they want when I when they give me a loaner car. That's like true. if I didn't have a loaner car and they said, do you want us to wash the car? I always say no. Because you know what? <laughs> a car wash takes another hour. Yeah, it might. Or longer. Hmm. That's pretty funny. He you seemed see, like a pleasant man. Did you see, Jerry, how I wasn't a sucker and I didn't have them change my cabin air filter? Cabin filters. Shut up. I hate that. I know how to change the cabin. I'm a man, Jerry. You know what men do? Change cabin air filters. Change your own oil then, dude. That I can't do. (laughs) Change a tire. (laughs) I definitely can't do that. I'd have much better. An oil, I I actually used to change my oil when I was uh, living at home. Uh, driving old used cars because my father used to show me how to yeah. do it. Well, changing a tire, I can't do that. I don't trust it. I'll be driving on the road, a tire will fall off. Al's a man. He can hang a. Uh, <laughs> he can hang what is air it called? The, the air freshener from the mirror. <laughs> That's right. That's what men do, Jerry. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so why do you think we're not allowed to air that the call? Because the guy didn't know he was being recorded. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Correct. All right. I Eddie, are you that's... hearing this at all? No. I'll have to call Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Off to have him at, listen, then you're not going to be privy to my conversation about getting my car fixed. You can cut him out or just beep him out when you leave you in. Cut him out. That he's going to be like, I don't have time to be cutting That's things true. out. Just so cut let's chop the whole thing off. Just all right, Jerry, thing. let's do the uh, warm up show. That's it. We're done. That should not be cut out at all, the warm up show. All right, well, then quality stuff. I will be in New York City tomorrow morning and I will talk to you from there. Oh, you're filling in for the booms. Yes, rest the rest of the, of week. the week. Wednesday, yes. Thursday. The rest, of the, rest of uh, August, basically. You'll be uh, the rest of August filling in for the booms. Okay, yeah. we'll see you uh, that live from New York City then tomorrow, Jerry. Live from New York, yes. All right. So. Mm-hmm.
It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. All right, a few minutes after 5 o'clock, Tuesday morning for you. We come to you from New Jersey and down the Jersey Shore. His name is Al Dukes. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? And you're back. Uh, did you enjoy your day off yesterday? Um, Sure. I didn't go anywhere, so, you know, whatever. You just hung out. I mean, it's... You know, the cool thing is you can sleep like a normal human being, which is a good thing. But then as you and I have discussed in the past, you look up, you wake up at, say, 8.30, you look up right. at 10, it's like, huh, day could have been over anyway already. Mm, right. I'd have been done with the program anyway today. Yeah. So, yeah, it was fine. I was watching a little bit of this uh, New York Mets game yesterday, uh, Jerry. Yeah, until Stephen Mets gave up like 19, what felt like 19 home runs. I think it was only three, but it, right. uh, I guess it was the, three. The quickness at which they came, it was like 5 nothing all of a sudden. And I was trying to decide whether I was going to watch the Mets or Murder Mystery. And by while the, while I was thumbing through the the TV guide, not the old publication, but the one that's on your screen, I was already 5 nothing. I was like, what am I doing? Where is the TV guide these days? The magazine TV guide? Yeah, they still make it. Ah, it's got to be dead. Because it used to be at the checkout uh, when you would uh, check out at the cash register at the supermarket. I have not seen it there in many years. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. I wonder if they still make it. Anyway, yeah, to... it's it's nice when the Mets uh, accommodate you and yeah. you don't have to stay there and be bothered watching it when you're not interested anyway. I went, oh, 5 nothing Mets, with st- and the, and they don't appear to be even considering taking Stephen Matz off the mound right now. He I stinks? Think, yeah, he stinks. I think I'll watch an old rerun of 2020 on uh, – the Oprah Channel. There you go. I watch way more Oprah Channel than you would think. I don't watch anything because she's she's hopped on the murder bandwagon. First, I didn't there, know was, there ID. was such a bandwagon. Oh, there's quite a bandwagon, Jerry. <laughs> ID Channel, we know of course is 24 Hours Murder. Of um, course, who doesn't know that? The Oxygen Network also has hopped on the murder true crime. They call it true crime because the murder network sounds distasteful right and now oprah when she's not doing like dramas and stuff she mostly reruns old 2020 episodes all right which is awesome with john quinones nice very good they can keep your day busy i'm john quinones for some reason murders don't keep me interested uh, during the day like the night the night has to have arrived you like the spookiness of the evening yeah like four in the afternoon it's like a guy was murdered in the woods okay not interested uh, nine o'clock at night, a guy's murdered in the woods. Suddenly, I'm interested because who knows what's lurking out our windows, Jerry? Oftentimes, it's raccoons. someone we know. <clears throat> I see raccoons. I've heard possum around here. Yeah, that too. Possum, raccoons, deer. Raccoon, possum, deer. Yep, all those things. Now, wild cats. <clears throat> uh, How many definitely hours a day do you cats. think you watch TV? Would you say? And I'm not being judgmental. When I haven't watched TV. No, no, no. How many hours a day oh. would you say you watch television? Oh, I put the TV on at around 7, and then I go to bed around 9, so two hours. So you don't have TV on at all during the day? No. Oh, okay. Good for you. I keep music on during the day. I always have some sound. So what are you doing then? <laughs> Petting my no. dog. <laughs> <laughs> Loving my dog. <laughs> From 11 to 7. From 11 to 7, yeah. <laughs> Just to put the music on, me dancing <laughs> by myself, petting dog. the dog. We go out for walks. Oh, my I God. I prepare my chicken and broccoli <laughs> and sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I – you know, one of these days I'm going to really – Focus on what do I do with my hours? <laughs> yes, you should log it every 20 minutes. But if I'm logging it, I'm, I know I'm going to be like, oh, I have to have something for this log. <laughs> so let me then here's create. what you do. Yeah. All right, here's what you do. You set up the camera, which you have in the apartment already, in the right. condo already. And Whimsy then let's cam, say, I call it. For, oh, God help us. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Maybe in the past it was ghost cam or you know fly right. cam. Yeah, it was um, some ghost on it. Take a ran- in a few weeks. Remember to go back and watch a random day. Okay, and see what you did. And maybe pitch it to a TV network. Someone uh, TV network might be interested in this, <laughs> or they might want to stab their face. <laughs> I'm probably. I'll tell you this. I'm probably embarrassingly on social media way more than I should be. Well, I I would agree with that. Like that's I think that's true. such a time killer for me. Like I even do it. Like even if I do something positive, like play the piano, I will in between playing i will 
Let me see what's going on on Twitter real quick. <laughs> what are you missing? I nothing. I'm missing right. nothing, but it's like a weird addiction that no, I, understand. I have and people have. It sucks. I wish it weren't true. I totally understand. I get it. I can well, tell you this. The day I get fired is the day I quit all, the, all of it. You're going to quit all social media? I would, yes, in a blink. Okay. In a, an absolute blink, I would, yes. Well, we, uh, in regards to the social media, so I'm watching Steven Matz, and uh, he's not having a good night. That's and fair. <laughs> I'm all for using social media to critique people. Like, no. Listen, <laughs> I've critiqued the Howard Stern show. But yeah, you know yeah. what I don't do? At Howard Stern. At, and then I realized I was I was liking some funny tweets people were having about Stephen Matz. But then I noticed they were tagging him in it. And I don't right. like that. Why? Because it's it's – I think it's one thing to critique what you're watching on television sports someone's performance right but to put it into into direct it right at them i don't like that you don't think that you see you you think it's better to say it i shouldn't say behind their back because you don't really know them yeah uh, so it's really not the same thing but you right yeah i, I guess i, I get do. what you're saying i mean to me there's a point there's a part of me that says have the guts to actually right. tag them because you could end up in a little twitter war with them which is always a good thing always well, fun always can be a good thing because you guys can have awareness and a conversation and a back and forth. Yeah. But then the other time, at the um, at the same time, you're like, you know what? Does this guy really need to see this? He knows he didn't no, pitch well. No, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That's what, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind if people critiqued my performance here, but just don't at me because <laughs> then I see it. <laughs> just have at it. <laughs> just leave me out of it. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just don't tag me in it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but that's the world we live in now. But you're I mean, right. I I get the other thing where it's like if I if if I say something, people will then tag the person I'm talking about and say, "Have the guts to tag them." Yeah, I mean, especially when you have a following like you do. Like if you if someone's killing you for something, and then yeah. you look them up and you see they've got six followers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you laugh at it and you move on. But if you look at it and someone tags you or whatever the case may be and you're part of it and someone that's criticizing you is 132,000 followers mm. it's like boy and man, they're, they're killing me to a lot of people right and they're verified yeah in that case then i actually do agree have the guts to actually put them in it put your name on it put your name on it yeah you know have some accountability he gave up eight runs yesterday he was awful he was and he even said it i mean he, he knows. stinks he yeah, stinks he did and i listen i didn't see it last night we had our cornhole last night and i looked at my phone at 8 p.m i saw the score i'm like you got to be kidding yeah. me I'm like already, it's just awful, just awful. Those, and and you had a couple of good days from them over the weekend. You, he pitches like crap. You have the Stroman news before the game. It's like Jesus. It's just you know they they can't seem to get themselves. Not that they're a complete mess or anything. They're still right there. They are what they are. But God, I mean, now you got Scherzer today, and you go from you know being seven and nine and feeling good about yourselves to very quickly could be staring at seven and eleven again. They are who we thought they were, Jerry, well, and you crowned them. I think they're a 500 team, a little bit better. Than I, I think they're the same team from last year. That's what I think. I think they're going to be right around 500. They'll be a little bit better, but this year that'll be a playoff team. You want to crown them, Jerry? Crown them. I'm not crowning anybody. I am not crowning. What's the I'm second crown, part of that? the Yankees. What's the second part of that, Randy? goes, you want to crown them, crown them. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. That's right. There you go. Dennis I Green. Even, I don't even know who he was referring to. Well, he was the Cardinals coach, was he not at the yeah. time? Was it the Bears that he was uh, uh, yelling I, about? You know what? I don't remember. You want to crown them? Cra- that was they that's are a- who we thought yeah. they were. Yeah. I don't remember who that was. You like, want to against? You want to crown them? Crown them. It was the Bears that he's telling me. There you he, go. Yes. But we are who they we thought they were. I love that last part. He goes, and we let them off the hook. Yep. They had them, Jerry. They had a win, and they let them off the hook. The late great Dennis Green. Oh, he's tremendous. Yeah. My favorite named pitcher is pitching tonight against the New York Yankees. He's on the Braves. His name is Tuki Toussaint. Toussaint. Yeah. Tuki. Yeah. When I was in uh, school, like high school, Tuki meant you were going to get action. Like someone would say, did you get any Tuki this weekend? Who said that? Uh, some clowns in my Colonia High School. Tuki, Tuki used to be like... Uh, mean that you had sec- sexual liaisons. Okay. So I do still think of that. How often I, did you get to say yes? I, I, ne- <laughs> I don't think I've, I, and in fact, I know for a fact, I never answered yes. Did, <laughs> did you get any Tukey this weekend? No, Tukey is in the Urban Dictionary. It is. It is. And it does it say what I, is it what I yeah. thought it was? And I let him off the hook. Pretty much. It is, right? Yeah, I never heard that one before. 
Yeah, how about that? So I think of that every time. Uh, it's also a slang word for fake weed. Oh, fake weed. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, like he sold you Tukey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, now I'm reading more of it. Maybe that's not what it means. Ah, oh, oh. this is a this is a weird one. Mm. There's a whole bunch of different definitions here, yeah. but it's a slang term for fake weed. Fake weed. Yeah. Well, he's one of my favorite uh, pitchers now, just because it's a fun name, and I'm sick of all these guys with non-fun names like Stephen Matt's boring Tuki Toussaint. <laughs> is it Toussaint or Toussaint? Toussaint. Tuki Toussaint. Yeah. He faces Jordan Montgomery. Boring name. <laughs> that's the guy's name. I mean, your name is Al Dukes. Yeah, that is a really... People think that's a fake name because it's so short, and they're like, oh, is that your fake radio name? What is your real name? Al I'll, Hughes. <laughs> I like when salespeople ask me, what, like if I'm doing an endorsement or something, they'll go, um, I just need for the paperwork, what is your real name? <laughs> yeah, guy, this is not 1978 with fake yeah. names. We are what where we are. <laughs> uh, what Did Marcus Stroman give a real reason for opting out or his just real reason, coronavirus? His real reason was... Like he was, was specific about it or no? He was specific in that he spends a lot of time around his grandmother oh. um, and just wasn't comfortable going back. He was very... He lauded the Mets for the, the safety protocols they have in place. They've done a great job, blah, blah, blah. But in the end... Now, to me, in the end, he's a free agent. That's why he's right. Gone. I mean, you know, and from what I read, because of the time he was there, he got hurt, and because of the time on the injured list, earned enough service time, he's a free agent. So this, I was seeing Brody Van Wagenen was taking a little bit of uh, some heat on Twitter for this signing. Yeah, it's not a good we really one. Didn't, we really didn't get anything out of him. No, I mean. I kind of blame him, though. I kind of blame Marcus Stroman. You can. You can. I mean, you know what? They were a better team last year in the second half of the season. Stroman was up and down. Um, he didn't pitch this year. You know, the idea was to go make the playoffs last season and then do something. The idea was to have a normal year this year, make the playoffs and do something. It didn't happen. Like, I get killing Van Wagenen because they gave up a couple of players to get him. I understand that. Uh, it didn't work out. I mean, I, you know. What are you going to do? No one planned on coronavirus either. Right. So, but the problem is his track record right now is not great. You know, the Mets are the same. I mean, they're where track they record. are. Yeah, I mean, the moves he's made. I mean, you look at Diaz and Cano, and you give up, you know, Kelnick or Kelenai, or however you pronounce his name, and people still, and I don't know, people think he's going to be outstanding, and he might be. And if he is, the move looks even worse. Now, if Robbie Cano bats 400 this year and the Mets make the playoffs and they do something – you know, when Edwin Diaz figures himself out at some point, I guess the sting goes away. But then you throw in the Stroman trade. I mean, the moves have now JD. I'm pretty sure he was one that signed JD Davis. You know, that's been a good signing. There have been a couple of positive things, but boy, there's been things that really make you scratch your head. Now, you, mm. if you're a Met fan, you're concerned about what he does next, right? You know, and difficult. you want to crown him, Jerry? You crown him. I'm not crowning anybody, but, but we, I am he, gonna... he is who he thought he was. Well, we don't know what he is really, but you know. We let him off the hook. He was an agent after all. That's true. Uh, We have to take a break. All right. When we come back, Al is going to get into the wild, wacky world of Mm. the NHL. I've got the wild and the wacky. (laughs) (laughs) And I know no one cares, but I got to tell you, some of these basketball games have been pretty cool. Yeah. We won't get into that either. But we'll do something on the other side of this break. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Al and Jerry, this is the new normal. Hi, 523, Tuesday morning on the fan. You know, I saw this, Al, which I find interesting, and yet I don't trust it, of course. And you sit there and wonder, like, what's real and what's not? You see Russia has approved this vaccine and started inoculating people already? For coronavirus? No, Al, for AIDS. Yes, that's (laughs) what we're talking about, right? But how, I mean, how fast is that? Uh, That seems a little too quick. I'm sure they didn't do the proper trials. I'm sure they didn't get the amount of people that they needed properly for the study. And would you even believe anything you hear coming out of Russia? Fake news. Fake news. The failing Russian country (laughs) is fake news, Jerry. Putin gave it to his daughter already. Really? Yeah. That was fake news, Dad? No, I uh, I don't know if that was a tape or not. Um, That was a tape. That was a tape. Uh, His daughter was one of the first ones to be inoculated. Wow. I'm they not getting had, the inoculation. They only had two phases. Two phases? Two phases. Most have three. They had two. <laughs> they had only two. <laughs> I know everyone thinks like we're going to get back to normal once there's a, a vaccine. You know how long that's going to take for a real vaccine that we're sure works and doesn't like make your arm fall off three years later? I hope January. Years. January? You got no yeah. shot. Ah, well, I mean, they got it in thousands of people right now. 
The one from Gilead, right? Gilead is the one that has it. Gilead. Yeah, I think so. Speaking Better of... hope so, man. If not, we. Been... Oh, I thought of you this morning. So I've been up since two thirty because these cats decided to do a triathlon. Yeah, uh, oh, in the cat house. Triathlon. Oh God, dude! So I was able to watch the CBS Evening News at three a.m. <laughs> and one of the stories was how um, you know some of these face coverings. Yeah, they don't. They don't do anything. Oh and yeah. Matter of fact, could be worse for you. I saw that. <laughs> Come on. I, I was reading that online this morning. It said they did a study. Oh my god. And the three worst ones were number one, the uh, handkerchief, which I knew a hundred percent did right. nothing for you. Right. Uh, number two was the gator uh, neck thing that Geo wears. That everybody's wearing. I see them all over the place. That's the one that they said, actually, like, if you sneeze into it, it takes your sneeze particles and breaks them down even smaller to spread oh, even God. further. Oh, my God. And then the one that we know doesn't work, the knitted mask. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, it's, it's it's knitted. Right. It's got gaping holes in it. Oh, my God. I saw that. I said, you got to be joking with yeah. this. Oh. Now, what do you think of this, Jerry? I see uh, Boomer will be happy this morning because the... New York Rangers won the NHL draft lottery. I have to tell you something. So there were last night, as we did our little league, there were probably 30 people there or so. Spread out. Boards were 25 feet apart. I really went overboard last night. Um, if there, if it's possible to have a hockey buzz last night, Ooh. there was. There was a hockey buzz when the at Rangers, a cornhole tournament. Yes. When the Rangers got the number one pick when it was announced, people were talking like people were fired up and then even to the point where there were a good handful of devil fans there that came over and they were so ticked off that the Rangers got the number one pick and I understand that uh, but like there was like serious conversation last night about the Rangers winning the NHL lottery so they're gonna pick uh, this fellow named Alexis Lafreniere yeah I guess he seems to be the consensus pick now there were some conspiracy theories going around last there's night. always going to be I think even Larry Brooks even wrote about it because they think that the Rangers ping pong ball was heavier than the others. Right. Weighted balls. Weighted balls. Because the guy who was had the balls dropped the Ranger ball because it was too heavy. Yeah. And whatever. Hey, you know what? We This goes back to Patrick Ewing in the NBA. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to fix it, there are years you can – they could have fixed it the year Sidney Crosby came out for the Rangers. They didn't do that. I mean, I, I honestly don't buy this stuff, but I do think it makes for fun conversation. It's fun. It's a fun radio talk. Yeah, and that's all it is. They won. They'll pick their guy, and they'll probably be great forever. Right. I mean, and the other thing too is they've won one Stanley Cup in a hundred years. It's you know, whatever. That's why they had to fix the the uh, draft for them, the draft lottery. Well, why didn't they fix it last year or the year before that or the year what before is, that or the year before is, that? Well, they why doesn't the, the NFL do lottery balls? That seems fun. <laughs> because then people will be complaining. I like the, I like the way the NFL pick. the way the NFL does it is the right way. It's fine. It's sixteen lousy games. I like the way they do it. It's a little different. Hockey and basketball is just different. You know, they're different sports. You play a lot of games. You know, no, I, I, the way everything is is just fine. You like sports right now, Jerry? The way it is. This dog is uh, tw- tweaking this uh, lamb chop toy. You realize this is radio in New York City right now. Oh, on the air right now? I thought this yes. was rehearsals, Jerry. <laughs> what? Do I love sports the way it is right now? Yeah. No, but I no, will no, I'm say. No, no, the way the way that the drafts and the various yes. sports are. You, you like that. Yes, and, and just because I started to say it. I mean, this basketball has been terrific, and I got to tell you, I think the atmosphere is good. The goofiness of the virtual fans, as silly as it might look, works, at least for where we are right now in the world. It sounds like a game. Not bad, and I watched – I've watched a lot over the over the weekend and even last night. I was watching some of the Laker game when I got home. I've seen a lot of basketball, and it's been good. It really has not been bad. And the guys are safe. Everybody, even in hockey, no one's contracting the virus. It's been done the right way. And even the Nets are moving along, Jerry. The Nets team, that w- Nets. which we w- wouldn't recognize. Nets are in the playoffs. They've yeah. played well. I, but you know what, though? If you go back... When we had the conversation about, well, this guy's not playing, that guy's not playing, understandably so. But I would always come back to Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, Joe Harris. There are some guys on this team that can play, and they've played well. And some of these no-name guys that they signed have played well. And so they're a playoff team, and good for them. That's what we say about the Nets. Now, a lot of stuff also yesterday surrounding college football. 
And, that was a uh, weird day. Mr. Donald Trump retweeted uh, Trevor Lawrence's "We Want to Play" hashtag message, yeah, which a lot of uh, players and coaches were tweeting out yesterday that we want to play. Yeah, uh, Jim Harbaugh wants to play. So what are we doing here? Are I don't we playing know. Playing college football <laughs> because yesterday afternoon I thought it was announced that they weren't playing, and then two hours later I read that, maybe three hours later, that they hadn't even had a vote yet. I don't know. Yeah. You know, no one knew where that report came from. And now I'm seeing that the majority of athletic directors and school presidents are not ready to pull the plug yet. That there's there's this thought that they can take care of their players and keep an eye on the players better than if the players go home, you know, or or on camp. However, however, college is this year because I still have no idea, and I think from school to school it's different. Um, they feel like under their watchful eye that it can be better for them. I don't know. I know. At the end of the day, it always comes down to the almighty dollar. And for the Big Ten, for instance, if they didn't play college football, it could cost the schools and the conference $700 million. That's a which, lot of money. Which seems like a decent amount of money, Jerry, $700 it's million. Dollars. See, here's the, this is the thing about college football and college basketball, mostly college football, but basketball is a part in it too. It funds the rest of college athletics. Like, you, you know, sports like college baseball generate no revenue. You know, college wrestling in some places, sure, it does okay. Um, but you think lacrosse is generating any money? No money. No. I mean, and, and it costs a fortune to run these programs. That's why I laugh. I really do. I laugh when we talk about how the players need to be paid. The players are paid. The players get $250,000 worth of something called a scholarship that everybody else has to pay for, you know, in terms of tuition. They get free food for four years. They travel and they stay in luxury hotels for four years. You know, they're actually treated really well. They get the best care. They have trainers that look after them. You know, the notion that they're not paid to me is comical. And if you're going to pay them, are you going to pay the softball player that doesn't generate any money? I mean, no. it's it's really it's a complicated situation, which is why I think you let them make money based on who they are. But you just can't start paying these kids. They're getting paid already. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in free education plus that you, you and I had to pay for. Plus, when you're on the football or basketball team, you get some Tukey on the weekends just for that. <laughs> what, that the, that's the artificial weed? <laughs> Tukey Toussaint. <laughs> yes. Hmm. All right, I, so have I don't know what they're going to do, to be honest. I really don't. And uh, the Cleveland Indians had to uh, take another picture. Well, what are these guys the doing? What are we doing? They're going out in Chicago. They're trying to have themselves a good time. Uh, Mike Clevenger is going to miss his start today after the team learned that he went with Zach Plesak when they went out uh, for the night in Chicago. Really silly. The uh, Cleveland Indians had to throw them off the team uh, temporarily. Now, I should have looked this up. Do Do they get fined? I hope so. Yeah, I would hope so too. I should have looked it up before we came on. I forgot to check that out. I hope it's it really was a, silly. I hope it was a great night out, boys, because you just ruined it for yourselves. Not great enough, man. That really is stupid. You're putting everybody else at risk. It makes no sense. That's why, again, what the NBA and the NHL has done is so smart. It really is. And I know guys would have opted out, but you know what? Guys are opting out anyway right now. You know, and you could have you could have done this sixty game season, two months playoffs. It would have been eighty five days. I know it's a long time. But you know what? You could have made your money, could have stayed safe. Instead, we're dealing with this nonsense. The Cardinals haven't played since 1994. I mean, it really, it's silly. When I hear the name Zach Plesak, I think of Land of the Lost and the Slee Stacks. Did you ever watch Land of the Lost? That was before your time. Me and Eddie definitely watched it. I, I know of it. I never watched it. Land of the Lost. I don't, awesome. I don't really know Marshall, what it is. Marshall, Will, and Holly. Mm, those are the humans in the show? On a routine expedition, yes. They got stuck on some sort of dinosaur island, Jerry, with slee stacks, these big lizard-type uh, animals. And then they made Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, total rip-off of Land of the Lost. <laughs> There's now, another a, one of those coming out. I don't know if you know that. Another Land of the Lost or Jurassic, no, Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park. Oh, I have no interest in that. I don't go for these fake dinosaur movies. You, I need you real like Land movies. of the Lost. Yeah, I was a child. I'm sure that though. was really done well back in the 1970s. <laughs> it was terrible. Really, but uh, as an adult, I need real life drama. I need people murder. Out of, either murder or know what I love in a movie character: a guy who's at a crossroads in life and doesn't know what to do. Because you live that. Yeah, I love. A that. lot of people have. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's why real I, life. Yeah, that's the kind of movie I like. I like laughing. I like I like comedies. 
Mm. That's why I don't want. That's why. So for boy, that dog. Um, so downstairs we have a couple <laughs> TVs downstairs, and my one son's on one, the other's on the other, and I sit there, walk around, I'm like I got nowhere to watch television, so I go sit outside and I listen to the Mets or the Yankees on radio. You know, I'd love to watch comedies and laugh. Doesn't happen. Does you have not no happen. TVs. I mean, I could I go upstairs? Yes. To me, that's a little antisocial. At least if I'm outside on the deck, I feel like it's summer. I should be out here. I'm not gonna go sit in my room. I mean, it's absurd. You could be like a teenager, watch on your phone. That's what the teenagers I'm do. Not doing, I am not interested in that. I'm That's why nighttime's, that nighttime is not bad because my son puts the baseball on, so at least I have something to watch. But during the day, I got nothing. Hmm. Absolutely nothing. What about News 12, Jerry? You could keep up on all the local news. I have news. nowhere to watch it. I'm good. And by the way, I'll find out from you about what's happening on News 12. That's, that's fair. Uh, quick break. I have a good. Si- I have a good topic on the other side, Jerry. I I didn't want to. I was I was holding it for the other That's a side. Radio tease right there. Radio tease because I, I wanted to have time to develop it, and I knew I was up against the clock here. You had to develop it. There's, it's a, it's Does that just, mean read the headline? No, no, no. I, it's a developed topic, Jerry. This is my big topic of the day, and it's coming I up next. Think it's going to be on Fernando Tatis. It is not Junior. No chance. Huh? That is. Well, yes, you do. Stop it. Knock it off. We'll take a quick break. During the break, Al will Google Fernando Tatis Jr. And then his wonderful story on the other side of the fan. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. 542 on the fan before we took the break. Al did the old radio tease, and he had a story he was developing. And so we'll see what those developments have been in the last six minutes. All right, Al, what you got? Now, yesterday, Jerry, we had the story of Ramon Laureano from the Oakland A's. Uh, He got uh, into a little bit of a brouhaha with the Astros uh, hitting coach, Alex Cintron. Cintron. Now, yesterday it was revealed that uh, Ramon Ramon Laureano said that uh, Alex Cintron made a vile comment to him regarding his mother. Right. Which is why he decided to charge into the or towards the Astros dugout, and then that coward Alex Cintron hid behind his players. Right now, what do you think was the vile thing he said about his mother that made him go so crazy, Jerry? I don't know. I hope you've got this developing story. Do you think it was your mama wears combat boots? It could be. It's possible. We've gone over this in the past. We've di- we've discovered that your mama wears combat boots was uh meant that your mom was like sort of like a, a lady of the evening in the military right. in that she would wear combat boots and then go into a bathroom stall and then you would think it was a soldier there because you could only see the combat boots. I'm going to guess that's not what he said. So you don't think he said your mama wears combat boots? I don't. Do you think he said to Ramon Loriano, your mama's so fat when she got on the scale, it said, I need your weight, not your phone number? I, I'm going to say probably not. You don't think it was that? I don't. You know, no, I do don't. Do you think he said to him, your mama's so fat, I took a picture of her last Christmas and it's still printing? Don't think so. Hmm. How many of these did you write down? Well, I did pull these right off the internet. <laughs> Do you think that uh, Astros hitting coach Alex Cintron said to the A's Ramon Laureano, your mom is so ugly when she tried to join an ugly contest, they said, sorry, no professionals. No, I don't, don't think, think that, that was it either. No, probably not. Huh? Do you think he said to him, your mom is so fat, uh... <laughs> when God said, let there be light, he asked your mama to move out the way. <laughs> probably not. You don't think that I one I like either? that one, but probably not. <laughs> I never heard that one before. <laughs> That's a new one for me. That is a good one, yeah. Uh, let me see what other ones I have here, Jerry. <laughs> uh, do you think that he said to Ramon Loriano, your mama's so stupid she put two quarters in her ears and thought she was listening to 50 Cent? <laughs> <laughs> That's another new one. I'm going to say no, probably not. Heard, it wasn't that one. No. It's, it your mother's be, butt cheeks are hanging out. It's got to be one of these, Jerry, because what I don't else would get him to charge the, the, the dugout? Probably things that we can't say. Hmm. You're nothing but a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think they. I don't think these were them, though, but hmm. you never know. Do you you think... could be right. So this developing story was basically you Googling uh, mom jokes. Yeah, me Googling uh, your mother jokes on the internet. Okay. Do you think he said to him, Jerry, 
only because I'm getting I'm getting some uh, some conflicting reports from the A's beat writers. Your mom is so dumb she thought Dunkin' Donuts was a basketball team. Yeah, that one's not good. You don't like that one? No, I like the I one with the quarters and 50 cents. <laughs> really? Because I was not going to do that one. That one, It's a new one for me. I never heard that one either. That was a good one. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, see if, let me see if I can find another good one for you. Live radio as we search. <laughs> How about this one? Do you think that uh, Astros hitting coach Alex Cintron said to the A's, Ramon Laureano, your mama's teeth are so yellow when she smiles, traffic slows down? <laughs> <laughs> That one's all right. That one's good, though I don't think he said that either. Let me do one more for you. Oh, why not? Do you think he said to him, because I'm trying to figure out what got him to charge towards the dugout, Jerry. Your mama's so stupid she got hit by a parked car. (laughs) That's pretty good. Right now, Boomer's saying these two are so stupid they're (laughs) going to be pulled in about five minutes. Boomer's like, how much time till the next break? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Now on to something more serious, Jerry. Uh, So you you have not uncovered the answer to what he actually said? I don't have the real answer. He wouldn't repeat it. Got it. But hopefully today part of your developing story no hopefully today this is this is an ongoing story so hopefully today we get a little more information got it uh by the way uh glenn from myrtle beach checking in he says that he delivers tv guide once a week <laughs> does he really <laughs> who the hell still gets tv guide he that's says great he delivers tv guide once a week to his newspaper customers that pay okay. an extra fee he says he delivers 400 newspapers a day only 20 get the TV guide. Boy, oh boy. Man, that was the go-to little oh, magazine man. back in the day. The little, you know, that because it was like, what, the 6 by 8 was like that small yeah, it was little. Small. Like a book almost. Man, I miss those. That was Those were the good old days when you knew what was on, when it was on. Of course, now you just a guide and it's right there. And people would get upset. of like, where's the TV guide? They couldn't find the TV guide. Yes, I do. And you had no idea what was on. How am I supposed to know what's on if my TV guide isn't here? That's true. I got a tweet yesterday, Jerry, from a young man named David Marshall. And he, he put this query out there. And then I put it out to my Twitter audience. I want you to try to think uh, or guess what do you think I got back here. Okay. Uh, David Marshall writes to me, Hey, Al, I'm wondering if your other Twitter followers also feel this. My habit of watching sports has been broken. I no longer look forward to watching or hearing about the MLB, NBA, or NFL. I look forward to it more. Yeah, so I got a variety of answers. I got a lot of people that said, I agree. I used to live and die by every Yankee Met game, and now... If I'm home and I'm interested, I'll put, I'll put it on, but I'm not a diehard anymore. Other people said, like you have, that I'm watching more of it because uh, I've missed it and because yeah. there's nothing else going on and we can't really do things outside. Like there's a lot of people places. that there's a lot of people that said, you know, they got very used to not having the games around after a couple of months, and I, I think that's true to a point. But once they came back, all in, and I have not watched as much hockey as I would have liked. Um, I've watched more basketball than I ever have, and I've watched a lot of baseball. And it's been, you know, like I look for, I, I can't say this enough. If I'm home and it's 7.05 or 7.10 in the evening, like I can't wait to put the game on. Even if I'm not watching every pitch and I'm doing work, as long as it's on and I have something to watch, I'm into it. I enjoy it. It's been good. Um, but I totally understand the other side, that they can't get into the atmosphere. They don't like the 60 games. I'm the complete opposite. I think it's great. The 60 games is not a full season, but it's better than nothing. I like watching it, and to me it's appointment TV, and it's something that's there every day. It's, it's comfort. It is. It's always been. So, And it's going to be weird. If there's no college football on Saturdays, it's going – even though I didn't watch it every Saturday because of you know other responsibilities and I'm not home on most Saturdays in the fall, it's weird not having – the football games on Saturday nights. If the NFL has to stop or shut down or slow down, it's going to be very odd not having that on Sunday. So I get both sides, but I've enjoyed it. I've actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Other people are still angry at the politicizing of sports, and they say that they like sports as their escape, but, and but that, the politicizing okay. of it has bothered them. But what, let me ask you this, though. what In what way? Like I, I don't feel like it's really – I don't know. I, I don't feel like these games are political statements every day. I mean, okay, fine. So the NBA has Black Lives Matter right, written on the court. Good, fine. I, there's nothing wrong with that. And the, I don't feel like, you know, I, I don't feel like every game has been political statements left or right or wherever you stand. I feel like they've just been games. Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, that's an excuse. I actually think that's an excuse more than anything for people not to watch because I don't think that it's I don't think it's been an issue at all. 
that they're using the politics no, thing I know. as a way to to say Listen, they're not interested. Are yes, are are certain players, and I'm not exactly sure who, but I have seen some media availabilities on these Zoom conferences. Are they using those opportunities to speak out still? Yeah, and that's fine. Are they all? No. And is every game basically surrounded by it? No, they're not. So if you want to use that, go ahead. I don't necessarily believe it, though. I don't think it's true. Okay. I can't believe I didn't get one Your Mama joke on Twitter from somebody. Not one? You did it for like three minutes. I know. We got to take a break. Very disappointing. Come up with another Mama joke, and then we'll do that on the other side. Tweet me a Mama joke, a good one. But right now, instead of doing that, we're going to give you a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence, Edward Scazzeri? Sure, why not? Go for it. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, not too much time before we get to the top of the hour. The Mets got just destroyed by the Nationals last night. They'll play again tonight. Yankees-Braves tonight as well. What else you got, Al? I did get a ton of your mama jokes now on Twitter, so people are awake and listening. I'll give you uh, I'll give you one that made me laugh. All right. Uh, your mama's so ugly. When she went into a haunted house, she came out with a job application. <laughs> okay. All I right, feel well, like I've heard that one before. <laughs> All right. Give, I'll give you this one then. One more. Your mama's so fat that when she wears a Malcolm X jacket, helicopters try to land on her back. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> I still like the fifty cent one. Yeah, all right. I was. I'm telling you, I wasn't even going to read that one because I didn't think it was that funny. But you enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed that one a great deal. <laughs> I saw on the internet, Jerry, a video of a seven foot long black snake on the New York subway platform. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> no one knows. Of course, but Some the video jackass released it. That's how. Uh, but uh, the video was taken by somebody who works, uh, who's like a subway uh, driver engineer. You know, th- can you imagine what these guys see on a daily basis? No. Well, that's what he said. He said, listen, I've seen a lot of things. I'm a New York City subway driver. Oh, my God. This seven-foot black snake just roaming around on the platform as people are waiting to get on the subway. Like, if you drive a subway, you could see anything from a dead body to someone using the subway as a toilet to a seven-foot cobra snake right. running around. I mean, you got to be kidding me with this stuff. You know how I'm afraid of teenagers, right? Like groups I, of I've teenagers. heard a few times, yes. I do not like groups of teenagers. I'm trying to think, like, if I was going down into the subway and there was a group of teenagers. Or, or the snake. <laughs> like, which way would I go? Like, I think mm. you might wet yourself. Hey, Nets and Yankees <laughs> fans. Oh, we've got a hoops and hardball doubleheader for you today on The Fan. 